0: joined by a great guy. I got to meet him this summer at Titans training camp. They're called Ellis one for the zone with Mike Keith on Titans radio. He broadcast the marathon game against the Miami Dolphins. on the high Coach Mack did it, but he did it. But it's my man, Coach Dave McKinnis on the Boston Man Show. Coach Mac, how are things have been in good old Nashville, man?
2: Hey, Jr. everything is good here in Nashville. We're doing good, man. Just uh, won two big division games back-to-back. Uh, You know, with a little bit of a depleted roster, the coaching staff and the players did a tremendous job of pulling it together. Of course, you know, coaching all the years that I did, over 30 years in this league, there's times when you just have to put together a game plan and make it work. And uh, the players and the coaches did a great job. And so we've got a big game here this weekend against the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. And so things are rolling pretty good, brother.
0: I hear that, Coach. And Coach, I must ask you, man, like, does well, that speak for Coach variables, culture that his guys stuck together with all the injuries they had all, all for preseason long. Scratchy started only 4 in the preseason, with, didn't do it well against, in the preseason with Luke Falk and those guys. A lot of guys on the roster not there anymore. Started off a little scratchy, but now 2-1. Marcus came in off the bench replacing Blaine Gabbard. The team played Jacksonville, who everybody thinks a world leader with their defense coach, but the Titans held them to six points. And then Jacksonville, always tough for, for the Titans, but they always seem to beat them, Coach. So how how happy is Coach Rabel and the guys and you and Mike Keith and all those people around the Titans about how the team is played out the preseason people are like, oh, they're 0-4, what's wrong with Coach Rabel? But now they're playing well now, Coach.
2: Yeah, well, Mike Vrabel, I mean, I'm all on board with him. As I said, i coached in this league for, you know, 31 years. I know good from bad, and he is a really good football coach. He and John Robinson are a great Team together, you know, and uh, you know John Robinson on the personnel side, and Mike Vrabel coaching this football team. He's got a really good staff. Uh, you know he's got a good blend of young and and coaches and experienced coaches and what what he what Vrabel did and what he did as a player and he's doing the same thing now in his coaching career is he's a he's a you know full speed ahead guy and he he makes no excuses and uh, the thing I love about him is is that you know after that first ball game and you mentioned it in Miami when we had two rain delays and so it turned into a seven and a half eight hour football game. That day, And, you know, we were broadcasting the whole time and he was having to keep that team together. And plus then losing the players that he did. I mean, you know, he lost, you know, he lost three Pro Bowl players in that ball game, but he never made one excuse and he came back and, and with the players that he had and with, and he, with his coaches, they put together a game plan you know, to to be able to beat the Houston Texans here and then go down to Jacksonville, who won this division last year and, uh, you know, who was within one game of going to the Super Bowl and who had just previously the week before destroyed New England and put together a brilliant game plan and then loses his quarterback in that game. And Marcus Mariota has to come into the ball game. And then Matt LaFleur did a wonderful job of adjusting his offensive game plan on the run and then he caused Todd Walsh, the Jacksonville defensive coordinator, to start chasing his calls. And what I mean by that is is when you get another signal caller on the other side of the of the field chasing your calls, trying to defend the last play that you ran instead of moving forward to the next play, then you've got a chance. And it was uh, it was really a good it was a great team win, but it was also a really physical gutty win. You know, for that coaching staff and for that locker room, and, and just really uplifting for the whole organization and really for the whole city. So the the city is is all is really fired up now about the Titans because they know that these players believe in this coaching staff. This coaching staff has shown how resilient and resourceful they are. So this is a big challenge this week against the reigning world champions.
0: And the key is also coaches. There there was two division wins. Very key when it comes to tiebreakers down the road. Those division wins always going to push you over the edge there.
2: Yeah, Jared, and that's always huge because the way you get to the playoffs, the way you get to the tournament in the National Football League in 16 weeks, you got to win your division. And, and and especially when you win a division game at home, you have to do that. But when you win a division game on the road, that's like that's like putting two in the bucket for you. And so that just that means everything. And uh, you know, the we're very disappointed with the loss to Miami because that is an AFC game and that will clearly count in the standings as we go forward trying to move, you know, through this season, because you only get sixteen shots at it. But the the resiliency of this football staff and this football team and the position they've put themselves in now, again, the challenges don't get any easier because as I said, I've coached in over six hundred and fifty NFL games in my career, and the next easy NFL game I coach in will be the first because they're none of them easy in this league, and so you've got to, you've got to get prepared and whether you've been successful the week before or you've not been successful, you've got to push that behind you, learn from the lessons, go through the postmortem, learn from the mistakes. Uh, uh, and then move on to the next week because this train that is the National Football League, it doesn't stop for anybody.
0: You got there right, Coach. And speaking of the injury of Marcus, Coach, what exactly is the injury? Because I, I think it's like an elbow and a hand. His hand's kind of numb. So from what J-R, you think? Let me tell
2: you something, brother. I dropped out of medical school after the first semester because it was too easy. You know, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted something really hard while I was playing football. So I want. Hey, I got. I I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. I just know he couldn't grip the ball, and he couldn't,
1: and he yeah, couldn't spin it
2: right. And so, if you're a pitcher or a uh, a professional pitcher or a professional quarterback, you kind of need to be able to grip the ball.
0: You got you know, there, so coach.
2: That, <laughs> that was his issue. Now, what it was medically, I'll have to go back and check my medical records. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I got you, Coach. Now, Coach, now what I've noticed about the offense is that they got Henry and Lewis splitting the carries. And, man, Coach, you tell me if I'm wrong or not, but it seems like they're there running the outside zone with Lewis, a little bit inside zone with Lewis as well, but mostly Derrick Henry is running the inside zone. Is that how I'm seeing it correctly when I'm watching on the film, or is I'm, oh, is I'm missing a little bit here, Coach, about that?
2: Jim, here here's what the deal is. This, this whole this whole offense is predicated off of the outside zone, so they're both going to run that. And then, of course, you know, the last two weeks, you know, and again showing the versatility and the creativity of these offensive coaches and Matt LaFleur and his staff, they've incorporated a little of a wildcat in there with Henry. You know, and so you've got two backs that are very, very complementary to one another. And don't mistake Lewis for just a guy that can get the edges. This, this guy's tough. He can run inside too, and he has. And, and you know, they're both—they're both really good backs. And, and the, the key is—is is this is such a game-specific game plan type of an offense that each one of these guys is going to have a specific role week to week. But both of them are are incorporated into the entire offense. And once this entire—I mean, you haven't seen this entire offense yet because you haven't had all the pieces healthy enough to run it yet, but once it gets to and you will see both of them doing everything that's required in this offense, Jr.
0: And, Coach, what about Rashard Matthews? I know that you know he came off of PUP there, and he I know he kind of made some comments like he wanted to get involved a little bit more, but he's on way his turn. So when you see with Rashard getting into that, getting the good football shape, getting, being more incorporated in the offense with Corey Davis and those guys, kind of get that, kind of that possession receiver down the field, kind of hit the middle a little bit there, do some what Delaney, what Delaney was doing as well from the small one, out there
2: in the slot maybe yeah well again you know the, uh, all of those receivers you know are going to have to take up the slack from delaney walker because you know you know and you know johnny smith doesn't need to be the next delaney walker he needs to be the best john U. smith
0: amen and and
2: but but everybody else has got to take up the slack because delaney walker was a huge part of this offense and rashard along with the rest of them and rashard you know of course missed a whole lot of time and again i mean it's if this league, this league moves so fast, you know that, that you've got to get you've got to get your feet and your legs back under you and your timing under you. So even if you're a vet and you miss time, it takes you time to kind of get back in the flow. That's where he's getting now.
0: And coach, let's talk about the Titan defense. I know they lost uh, a big piece there in preseason there, but hey, you got some tough football players in that defense with, with Kevin Byard, Wesley Woodyard, and Jarrell Casey. The defense played good last year, but these guys are playing even better. This year, if you ask me, Coach, and even against Miami, it was a kick return to kind of blew that game open, but they still played tough defense that game as well, Coach. And, of course, last week, six points to Jacksonville. So talk about a tight defense, Coach, how good those guys are playing, how variable has those guys together. They're flying to the ball and attacking them with DMPs, what they got going on, man. I love what they're doing, Coach. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's a very aggressive defense. Of course, Dean Pease. I mean, I've always been a big fan. You know, I've coached against uh, Dean's teams, and he's they're very well prepared. He's, I mean, he's a very good uh, defensive play caller uh, on game days. I mean, he can he can adjust and figure out things pretty quick during the game. And he puts his players in the position to make plays, and and really seriously, I mean, these 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 guys on defense now, this, this is a nasty group. And i mean they they go at it and and I love watching them play, of course, you know I grew up in this league you know as a as a as a defensive coach and a linebacker coach, you know before i you know was a head coach and all of that coordinator and all that other stuff i I love a good defensive team this team this defensive team has got a really tough mindset, and the thing about it is is they they really don't care who gets the credit. I mean, they played great team defense. And Wesley Woodyard, I mean, I'm a huge fan. He's having a great year, a great year. I mean, this guy's you know, his 11th year, he's even getting better. And and, and Jarrell Casey, I mean, I was here, you know, working for the Titans as a coach, you know, as an assistant head coach when we drafted Jarrell. And, and you knew he was a special player coming out. And he's done nothing but get better and better his entire career. So, I, I mean, I, I love watching this defense play. And, again, as I said, that game last week, I was smiling so big up there in the press box, 9-6, That reminds me of the days back in the old black and blue NFC North Division when I was coaching with the Bears, where, you know what, you just stood in the middle of the ring and punched each other until somebody fell down, and the Titans were still standing at the end of that one.
0: You got there, right? Because I want to ask you about the NFL's new rule. I right, run right, right from the passer, and I, I heard, I heard for William Hayes, uh, he hurt his knee trying to not follow Derek Carr. What's your thoughts on that? On this rule and how this, all these penalties have been caught rough in the past? And, you know, I don't want to protect the quarterbacks. I get it. They are, they are the money. They are the, they are the show. But it, but it yeah, come on. Football is football, Coach. It's taking away the game. The men you both love and watch for so many years. It's like it's not – I'll getting it that. Coach, two-hand touch almost, to a degree. Well, you can't touch them. It's a penalty.
2: Well, I mean, it just—I mean, the, the rule itself is hard to—it's hard to officiate, and it's nearly impossible for a defensive player to do. I mean, I don't know how you sack somebody without falling on them. I mean, the things that Clay Matthews has done, you know, three weeks in a row that he's been fined for and flagged for. I mean, I—I I don't know what else you do. I mean, that to me, again, I mean, once they put the rule in, and now, I mean. I, I understand. I get it. You know, if you're trying to pin the quarterback's arms to his side and then body slam him on the ground or tip him up and try to hit him on his shoulder to do – but that's not what these guys are doing. And I, it's nearly impossible when you're going as full speed as you are. And, I mean, you've got to get to the quarterback because the way the rules are anyway, I mean, the whole field's wide open because, the you know, you can't touch him at that second and third level, the receivers. And so if you can't – you know, if you can't – Sack the quarterback, I mean, it's it, it's problems. I don't know how you sack somebody and not fall on top of them. I understand not pile-driving them, but sacking them and falling on top of them, these flags they've been throwing, I mean, to me, it's it, it's hard to coach. It's even harder to do full speed for the players, and clearly it's hard to officiate.
0: You got there, right, Coach? Uh, coach, I saw I want to share with you, Coach, because I, I, Coach, this, this buzz me, Coach, how offensive players, Coach, get too cute on short yards plays, I mean, like, we go on five wide receiver shot, good on thirty-one. We're not going to run the power maybe or even the inside zone. I'm seeing toss cracks or fake pitches. and we losing yards. So, as a defensive coach, do you like smile when you see a uh, OC get too cute on short yards plays and I just run the power right at you or sneak to get the first down, keep the chains moving?
2: Well, I mean, you know, really seriously though, Jr. I mean, it's really easier to, it's really easier to defend somebody lining up in there because at least you can gap up pull everybody up because now look in the old days when you could when you could hit receivers and you could jam them up and and hold them up and those types of things you know and hit the quarterback well then you know yeah i want them to start trying to get to the edge and you're jamming the receivers up but now you can't touch anybody you know what i'm saying so they're just taking advantage i mean this game has expanded horizontally so much because the way the rules are now i mean it's tough out there in space i mean it really is
0: Gap there, right, coach. That's what I got for you, coach. My next guest is, is Michael DeBernard Turner, right after you, coach. So, coach, when you had to play this guy, how did you, you defend my man, Michael DeBernard Turner, our Falcon legend here? How did you deal with that, with that guy? He's a beast.
2: <laughs> you know what? He's a beast now, and he just knew that you better be gapped up. You better be gap sound. I mean, you better be. You know, you better be on it because look, I mean. A great player no matter when he plays is a great player and believe me, he was a great player.
0: Yes indeed, he's a great a great person too coach. He he's a great guy. You would not know how great a guy this dude is. Real, real laid back dude. Great personality. Sense of humor is off the chain, Coach. I love that dude. he's a great man. Coach well, you, t- like he- you, you
2: you you tell you tell him, Coach Max says hello, and Coach Max glad he doesn't have to try to get somebody to tackle him. I <laughs> 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 sure
0: will, Coach. Hey, Coach. I tell you what. Look forward to seeing you against New England. I'll be up there in November for New England, the Patriots game, Coach. I know the Falcons are off that week on the road. So I'll come up there and see you guys. So I would cheer for you guys it's the Eagles week. Uh, we needed you, you need y'all to beat them for us because they beat us down here. We need y'all to get there win. And for what's help us understand as Coach, we definitely be cheering for the Titans down here in the ATL. Because I'll tell you what, Coach, a lot of Titans fans down here, more do you think, Coach. A lot of them down here. Let's listen to you and,
2: and tell me about it. Jr., I, I love being with you at training camp up here this year. That was so much fun. So, look forward to you being up here in Nash, Vegas. And in the meantime, you uh, you hold it down there in the ATL. <laughs> yes, sir,
0: Coach. Talk to you real soon, Coach. Have a great one, Coach. Talk to you real soon, man. See you, brother. All right. Coach Mac on the Boss Man Show, people.
2: let me
0: know social, Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay.
1: With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.